Hi ladies, I'm Tracy Lynn Doherty. I'm passionate about equipping and encouraging women to live the life that God has called them to live. Today I want to talk to you about your life. Let's look at life like a garden. Does your garden, your life, need some attention? Specifically, do we need to do some weeding and pruning? Let's look at our sins like weeds. Romans chapter 3.23 For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. We all have weeds. The thing is, we want to quickly snap off our weeds at the surface before anyone can see them. But that's like playing whack-a-mole. They keep popping up. We need to get to the root, to dig deep, and take care of it once and for all. Some weeds I think we fail to pay attention to. First, bitterness. It has to be one of the most dangerous weeds. It is spiritual cancer and leads to bondage. The second weed, the second sin I think we tend to ignore, is unforgiveness. We are commanded to forgive as we have been forgiven. And then there are weeds that we think are acceptable. We don't care who sees them because we've decided they're acceptable sins, such as discontentment, anxiety, and jealousy. I'll never forget one time Marshall and I were hiking. We reached the top of the hill and looked down into the valley. It was covered in yellow bushes. I exclaimed, it's beautiful. Marshall quickly cautioned me, oh no, those are weeds. If someone doesn't either burn them or pull them out by the root, they will choke out everything else, destroy everything else. Weeds can appear beautiful, but if we allow them to continue to grow, they could destroy good things in our lives. How do we remove the weeds, the sin? First, identify it and acknowledge what it is. Then ask for forgiveness. 1 John chapter 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. But if instead we choose to continue to just snap it off at the surface, Proverbs chapter 28, 13 tells us, people who conceal their sins will not prosper. But if we dig deep and get rid of the weed, continuing with the second part of verse 13, but if they confess and turn from them, they will receive mercy. What about pruning? Are there things you need to get rid of in your life, cut out of your life? They're not necessarily a sin, but they're keeping you from living the life that God intended you to live. As a gardener, I know that pruning is critical because first, it removes the dead. Because dead things attract insects and disease. Is there something from your past that you keep dragging around? It's dead, but you refuse to let it go. Now's the time to cut it off. Let it go. Because if you're not careful, it can cause disease in other areas of your life. Another reason to prune, if you don't prune it, it can block your vision. Think of when you're in an intersection and you can't see because a bush or tree needs to be pruned. It makes it dangerous for you to continue forward. Maybe you need to prune to keep you from danger. Or what about this? I'll never forget one day I was at the kitchen sink and looked out just, just as Marshall was walking past with pruning shears. He was headed towards the corner of our backyard where we had a really cozy hedge of trees and bushes where we had built a deck and it was my favorite place to spend time. If my family couldn't find me in the house, they knew to go look on the deck. I raced to the back door and grabbed Marshall asking, what are you doing? He just looked at me and said, trust me. Isn't that what God says to us? Trust me. He doesn't tell us the plan, wait for us to agree with it or approve of the plan. He just says, trust me. 
So I blinked, then turned around and walked back inside. Later that day, Marshall came and got me. He had me sit in a chair facing the hedge where I could see he had cut a hole in the bushes and tree, where I was now able to see the most beautiful sunset. Do you have anything that needs to be pruned because you're missing out on something beautiful? John chapter 15, 1 through 2. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. Pruning encourages fruit production, and we were created to bear fruit. Think of the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians chapter 5, 22. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That is what's supposed to be growing in the garden of our life. If you don't see that fruit in your life, maybe you need to do some pruning. How do you know what to prune, what to cut from your life? Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, For the word of God is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. God's Word is the perfect tool for pruning us. God's Word is sharp so that it can remove the unwanted branches in our lives without harming us. Yes, it's hard work, but you are not alone in your garden. You are not alone in your life. Many times through the Bible, God says, I am with you. God is with you. God is for you. So you're tired just snapping off the weeds of your life? Are you ready to be done with that weed, that sin, once and for all? What do you need to prune in your life? If you would like to receive more videos like this one, go to equipandencouragewomen.com slash subscribe. It's free. If you subscribe, you'll also receive our video, Living Your Priorities. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me. All my best to you.